This is Puck Here, New Zealand's hockey podcast, with your hosts Logan Swinkles and Joe Dewey. Holy shit, we're back after a, a two-week um, absence there. What, what happened, Jeff? Well, you had a bye week, and then I followed it up with a bye week, and then we had the most technical gremlin shit fest ever, where we recorded prob- probably the best podcast Absolutely the so best far. show we've ever, ever done with um, our good buddy Justin Daigle, the West Auckland Admirals captain, and the got... The record got sucked into the technology void. Yeah, we we couldn't use the Zoom that we've been normally re- using to record, so we had to use a actual proper studio. And I know absolutely fucking nothing about technology and recording studios, even though I work in radio. <laughs> and um, when it finished, it the uh, it just kind of disappeared and wouldn't we, even let you save it, would it? No. It, so somewhere it, it exists in like a um. Yeah, you know that show uh, Fringe? Do you remember that show Fringe? I think I watched like two episodes. It was a show that my dad was really into, but I watched it because obviously it was Charlie yep. from the Mighty Ducks movies. Exactly. That's the only reason why I was interested, but um, no, I was bored of it. In that program, there's a whole bunch of like parallel worlds. So we exist in a world where right beside us is another you and another me. Yeah. They could be doing a podcast about um midget fighting or something like that (laughs) but that exists and you can find a way going through the interdimensional plane to get through to this other parallel world so maybe that podcast got sucked into the other fringe world and it's being broadcast right now on another show someone's enjoying it they're using our hard work and this is probably the strangest start to our podcast yet uh we are puck here new zealand's hockey podcast we've um because we've been away you know we've got a lot to rip through and speaking of that awesome podcast that doesn't exist we will be redoing it with justin um as soon as we can we really want to get him get him on he has a lot of great stuff to say and he's just a genuine awesome dude yeah he said so many great things last week that you just, and just, I guess we'll try and replicate the magic. I don't know. It's, it hurts. Yeah, it, it really does. But you know, that was our bye week, um, mandated by the technology gremlins. Um, we got a lot on the show. Obviously, as I just said, I'm just repeating myself here because maybe we're rusty. I don't know. Um, but you're in the BHL playoffs at the moment, aren't you? What's what's going on there? You um progressing through? Well, that day went from bad to worse because uh, after we finished that show and lost everything. Uh, I went to play and I watched Daigle's team lose and get eliminated. So he was probably like, this is a shit. I wasted my time talking to these losers and for nothing. And now I've lost my game. Um, so they were out. Uh, and then we played the game afterwards and we got shut out and eliminated from the playoffs as well. So it was a great Tuesday that day. Oh, no. Fantastic. Was it the contours? Castors. Uh, Castors, sorry. Castors. So uh, we lost out, and so the pylons, top cheese, uh, ice holes, and the cocks. And uh, the, they're that's playing. Like, that's off. like the Lecocks or something, yeah, is it? Lecocks. Yeah. Um, are playing <laughs> in the in the semifinals at the moment. Do uh, does the top cheese team always rip top cheese when they score? 
Uh, Punchy would like to think that he shoots top cheese all the oh, time. Oh, is that Punchy's team, is yeah. it? <laughs> Amazingly enough, Punchy played with his dad in that game. It was quite awesome. So his dad flew out from Canada, been training for yeah. like six weeks and um, had a like a detailed, personalized jersey with Pops, his name on the back. Oh, and cute. Punchy got to play with his dad and his dad was really, really good. He had really good hands. Couldn't move very fast, yeah. but he knew where to be and... Now I solid. Now I really want to get Punchy on the show. He seems like a good dude, but um, I so I haven't actually met him in person yet properly. And um, whenever he calls me, I don't know if it's my phone, but he has like this super deep voice, and it doesn't cut through my iPhone speakers. So half the time, I have trouble understanding what he says. Yeah, he is his voice. Um, yeah, it's can't really describe it we need to get him on he but he is a very very passionate and funny dude oh i'm sure he's gonna get a kick out of me (laughs) 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 if only uh phones what have you agreed to on this podcast while talking to him you've probably just agreed to everything i I, yeah i know yeah Um, he's he's been like yeah so i I own the rights to the pakia podcast by putting it on the bhl and thought you what yeah yeah sure yeah sure oh you're gonna feature it oh yeah, yeah thanks thank, thanks punchy <laughs> um no we uh, we do appreciate uh the bhl for featuring pakia on their website and of course also the um alternative commentary collective do the same not that you know it's run by you or anything but hey some guy does that yeah it's Don't not know. you it's not you at all um so yeah bhl it's a it's a shame that you've been knocked out but they've got the all-star weekend coming up they are and there are plans for us to be there well i'm gonna be there yeah, you're actually playing. I can't um, believe that. We- I know. So it's like they were saying, it's like they picked the hun- top 100 best NHL players of all time and Paul Korea was number 101. And in this list, I was like the next in the all-star game list. <laughs> uh, a whole bunch so of people couldn't come. I, I want to get into a little bit more sad uh, hockey news close to home before we start talking uh, anything to do with the NHL. Um, came out... I think it was last night on Facebook that Jade Paulwood's leaving the Sky City Stampede. Yeah. It's a shame. He was, he was definitely, uh, he was up there as one of my favorite players in the league. Um, very entertaining to watch. I still remember that time, not last season, the 2015 season where he celebrated a goal so hard that he flicked his his glove glove back into the stand. And I'm pretty sure they got featured on, um, bar down as well. Yeah. It's, um, (laughs) It's amazing the things they pick up from New Zealand over there. Goalies and shootouts and gloves being chucked <laughs> off in celebrations. I think they're just so starved for hockey content come like uh, July, August that they, when they find out about all this stuff happening in New Zealand, they're just like, fuck yeah, let's do it. But uh, there was a really nice post by the uh, Queenstown Ice Arena that I wanted to read out that was about Jade. Um, uh, not sure who wrote it. I'm going to assume it was probably Ted or um, Dan, Dan Graham both very awesome Canadian dudes that run that arena. Uh, we'd like to take a moment to say a fond farewell and thank you to Jade Portwood, number 26 of the Sky City Stampede. As many of you already know, well, we didn't. Actually, no, <laughs> I'm getting ahead of myself here. As many of you already know, Jade arrived here two seasons ago and made an immediate impact on the ice. Fuck yeah, he did. Uh, a phenomenal player on the puck, along the boards, and behind the net with a deft scoring touch, Jade played a vital role in securing back-to-back championships for the Stampede but perhaps lesser known was his commitment to physical conditioning, which is one of the things we actually talked about with Daigle, with yeah. Daigle. <laughs> uh, both his, both within his own and uh, as a conditioning coach for younger hockey players, Jade has decided to return home to Canada and start the next chapter of his life. Thanks again, Portie and good luck. Which 
It's interesting because I interviewed him when they won the, um, oh my God, I'm just forgetting shit, the Virgil Cup uh, in 2015. Mm-hmm. And both he and colin said oh yeah this this is it for us we're ending on a high and then paul came back the next season <laughs> back to back championships yeah maybe he was uh lured to stay and i'm really glad that he did um but yeah we wish you all the best jade on the next chapter in your life going back home to canada that's pretty awesome i wish i could do that yeah thanks for coming and playing in the uh nzihl so yeah. it's been a pleasure having you down here and tell you mates and bring bring some more down now there's i'm not gonna get too far until yet because there's still details to come but uh interesting tweet came out today from slapshot productions did you see it you you told me about it and i couldn't believe it <laughs> so they will not be uh producing live streams for the ice the whf uh, tournament in april hosted in auckland by the ice blacks that Just- makes sense yeah, a bit of a shame. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, more details to come there. Uh, I would love to get comment from from the uh, New Zealand Federation on that decision. Um, I know uh, Jez Brown, who's the man behind Slapshot, um, if you want to go back to our second ever podcast that you listen to a very awesome interview by him, uh, he's he's pretty gutted that it's not happening. And I'm I'm a little worried myself that, you know, what what does this mean? Uh, for New Zealand hockey down the road. Yeah, it's one of those things we talk about in that in that podcast with Jez where it's like Slapshot are producing an awesome product and the sport in New Zealand is going to grow by that product getting out there and so now the NZIH have kind of just cut off that product being made. Mm, yeah, maybe. <laughs> who, who knows? I mean, there are requirements. They still have to film the games because the teams... Um, you know they get the footage for their coaching purposes yeah but that might be as far as it goes um unfortunately i guess we'll find out uh, hopefully i can get i was uh gonna send out an email to jonathan albright later to see if i can get him for a comment give him a call and see we're just we're just breaking news on this podcast well <laughs> i i don't know about breaking news there I, I saw that you tried to break some news earlier today about the cricket yeah and um i got called out because apparently I'm calling McLean Park and Napier John McLean Park from <laughs> Die Hard is not, you're not meant to do that in news. <laughs> what? You can't have a bit of fun in news? It's, no. Oh. But the best, the best thing that came out of it was a guy that replied to the tweet saying, uh, McLean Park will be back and Dry Hard too. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed like, you have a lot of good, um, a lot, of, a lot of passionate followers there from the ACC NZ. Uh, it's an outlet for freaks to um, release themselves on the world. <laughs> I guess that's what this is for us as well. Exactly. Um, <laughs> now let's get into a little bit of uh, NHL content. As, as always, it seems to be shit storms every week now. Yeah, like good one in NHL. They just can't can't do anything right. Yeah, not at the moment. It doesn't seem that way, but they kind of have uh, a really golden opportunity to redeem themselves here at the moment, especially the NHL Department of Player Safety, who we've been writing a little bit on the show the last few weeks because, well, we kind of feel like that uh, Matthew Kachuk and Brad Marchand are getting a free ride when it comes to slew-footing players. 
Yeah, and so hopefully this situation is going to right the ship with that. Now, obviously, we're talking about the uh, Ghost of Nyquist um, high stick to the face. You might as well... Is is it a high stick or is it a um, walking dead... Tomahawk axe to the face, which was kind yeah, of he, what it felt he like. He might have been having a, <laughs> a Walking Dead marathon on the road there, but it may not be a good idea. Good idea there, Gustav, because uh, you almost tried to take all Jared uh, Spurgeon's name off. Or uh, how, how does uh, old Don Cherry say Spurgeon's name? Uh, what is Spurgeon? Yeah, I don't know. But there's there's those awesome YouTube videos that just came out last week. Where watch they, this guy. Watch this guy yeah. here. Watch this. <laughs> Makes no sense. Where they, <laughs> where they captioned Don Cherry in, in the way that they think he's saying the words. And it's just unbelievable like how incoherent it is. And I've, I feel a little bit bad making fun of it because, well, I mean, his age and everything. Perhaps does he have, I don't know if he's got dementia or he's starting to show it. Maybe got a lot of hits in the head when he was... Didn't he play like one NHL game? <laughs> <laughs> now you can, when you read that transcript, you can understand why Ron has those looks on his face of kind of like someone farted and also um, smashed their Big Mac at the same time. <laughs> it's just like, oh, what's going on here? Fuck my life. Um, yeah. So the Department of Player Safety, they asked for an in-person hearing with uh, Nyquist who has... Decided to turn that down. So in hearing means it can it's minimum of six, right? Or minimum of five? So they can go well, it's basically they're giving them the room. It's in, in the rules that we can do six or more. Yeah. You know, because I guess you have to give you know, you're giving the player the opportunity to defend themselves. Right. Um, but he's opted for the phone uh interview instead with the with the uh department instead. So I mean fuck what what does that mean i i mean obviously probably at least six games uh similar situation happened last year where duncan keith uh did something like this against the minnesota wild was it against the minnesota wild i think it was um and he got six games and he got fear uh find a fair chunk of coin as well it was a weird like he's come out and said oh, i was trying to lift my stick over his head mm. when it's like no like jared's on him or whatever Don Cherry calls him is pretty much like the smallest player in the league and you didn't you tried to decapitate him yeah at least try to break his nose or something and I mean it was you know he was retaliating to uh, Jared's little cross check into the back uh, a little bit too far there I'm gonna say 10, ten? Yeah. yeah they've gotta go double digits double digits yeah because why he's a goon exactly that's right thank you well um gordon bombay thank you very much uh it's nice to have you on the show so where have we uh, i want to i don't want to no i don't want to say it but you don't want to say what we've upgraded our we have upgraded our uh soundboard um you might hear a few more uh during the show i guess we'll find out if it comes up i don't want to force the matter too much but if it comes up naturally i'll play around with some of these sounds you'll just have to wait and find out uh, so I, I don't know. Do we find out tomorrow about Nyquist? I'm not sure. I, not, I haven't heard when the uh, hearing is going to be. I, I haven't either, but we'll, we'll break it on our um, Facebook <laughs> Yes, pages. we will break the news <laughs> instead of Chris Johnston or someone else. No, no they're, they're, they're following us to try and find out what <laughs> the news is at John McLean Park and in the Gustav Nyquist I'm sure suspension. Now, uh, have you heard... Uh, so 
sitting aside from hockey for a little bit, you know, we've, we've touched on rugby and cricket before. Now I want to touch on uh, basketball for, for a little bit. Uh, the NBA put out a memo to all, to all their teams about a new social media policy. I love the story. This I, is I love I mean, social media policies to me. Like I get them, but uh, there's just at the same time, it's just like, fuck off. Like, uh, and with the league. So they've put out a memo saying that the social media accounts of the teams cannot mock or harass each other. Yeah. And so Which stemmed from that amazing tweet where I can't remember which was team it it Houston was. Rockets or something. Yeah. Houston Rockets against the Parsons. Was it Parsons? Whatever the horse is. Yeah. And it had a gun to a horse's head and it just said, shh, it'll all be over soon. Yeah. When they were about to eliminate them from the playoffs. And I was just like, and that was amazing. Yeah. Um, but God. Because, yeah, you you love uh, sports Twitter accounts like that. Like, you know, you said uh, in a previous episode about how the Kings, LA Kings um, Twitter account kind of changed the game there. Yeah, exactly. And uh, maybe that was a bit too far, like wanting to murder a horse. But um <laughs> <laughs> maybe a little but you know it's it's kind of it was almost like a mob kind of thing yeah. like you know putting they're the horse in on the bed they're not going out and shooting horses no uh, and then filming it and putting it on there it was an emoji yeah or emoticon whatever the emoji emoji and uh, the social media guy got fired for that I believe uh, but yes but then probably hired by the kings the next day <laughs> maybe uh, the, they haven't seen anything about shooting ducks too often so who knows uh, so yeah Mark Tatum the NBA deputy commissioner said uh, recently some teams have crossed the line between appropriate and, and inappropriate which is the uh, situation that uh, we just mentioned there the league has urged teams to properly and extensively train social media staff members to ensure they know what's appropriate and examples the league cited as inappropriate included embarrassing or belittling opponents and criticizing officiating now i i I get the um officiating because it's not really the place to criticize criticize the refs um but you leave that up to the punishing fans to yeah (laughs) yeah or um who's uh who's the hot takes like uh like skip bayless and um ah uh, yeah um bill simmons and bill simmons yeah they're the ones that can criticize Stephen a. The smith. yes the, oh Stephen a smith he's the big one mr uh anti uh i'm pretty sure he hates the raptors and so pretty much everyone in toronto hates Stephen a smith um which is fine with me um but yeah the fact that they're doing this like i mean what's the what's the point in that like have some fun you know and it's, it's like the NFL being the fun police, the no fun league, you know? I know. And, but what happened was amazing. How the teams responded to this. Did you see what happened? I saw, I saw a little bit, uh, both, uh, some of the NHL teams got stuck in. No, 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 no. The, the NBA teams went on. So once this came out, then, uh, two NBA teams went on this massive glorified, uh, sarcastic compliment of each other. So every time they, the opposition team scored like a three or whatever, um, the opposing team would tweet like, what a great shot by uh, the Rockets. Amazing hand clap. And then the other team responded, oh, you guys, you guys are crazy. <laughs> and then they started drawing up memes of like stepbrothers with their star players replacing Will Ferrell oh, and yeah. um, John, uh, John, John C. C. Riley. Yeah, R- Riley. Um <laughs> And it was just like the classic um, of you tell someone not to do anything and they just come back at you tenfold in the opposite direction. Now, I wonder how much uh, how much longer that social media policy will last. 
<laughs> but yeah, at least uh, I hope the NHL doesn't follow suit with something like that because they'll suck. No, I, I do like the way that the NBA, uh, NBA does some things where they they like they actively encourage fans to film and share um, highlights and moments on social media. They're, they're not going around shutting people's Twitter oh, accounts down. Oh, you mean like uh, Major League Baseball do? Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and um, some other places um so they like they act like they see it as promotion free promotion for their sport which kind of makes sense um but this is just this is kind of a classic baby boomer approach i think to social media <laughs> you can't have fun <laughs> this is serious serious sports <laughs> yeah you gotta you can have fun with sports you know it's, it's entertainment like you know that's and it's kind of the whole the, the thing that we love about sports social media accounts is the fun that it can be had yeah, so yeah. yeah, just don't go shooting horses. Yeah, don't go shooting horses. You've learned your lesson, but I think this is probably a bit extreme there. Um, now, going on from that, coming back to the bit of NHL talk, we're actually surprisingly not going to have uh, a lot of Leafs chat on this one. Yeah, because people get angry when we talk about the Leafs all the time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we, we're going to have a little bit of fun here. Um, we're going to do a little something a little bit different um, because. It's kind of there's 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 a gray area between us uh, basically ripping whole clips from other sports shows, you know, namely the big guys like uh, TSN and Sportsnet. Uh, so we thought, let's do a role play. Let's pretend to be these people. It is Valentine's Day when we're recording this, so yeah. Which is uh, instead of you know sharing our our loved ones uh, with with gifts and chocolate and. Uh, wine and champagne we're just hanging out and talking about hockey because really who wants to go to a restaurant on valentine's day because it's just this whole overblown bullshit let's be honest my uber driver here on the way was he's very weird he was i got in and he was like you going for valentine's with your sweetie is he was he south african it was something he, he sounds like know, the guy I, from district nine <laughs> so we're about, we're about to do a role play and i've already failed in an accent um <laughs> And I said, no, no, I'm going to record a podcast um, with another guy. And he was like, he actually <laughs> dropped his phone. phone. <laughs> he, was, he was so angry. He dropped his phone and then um, went, I do not understand. And then we sat in silence for the rest of the car ride. Would you give him five stars? Three. You gave, no. Uh, also, he was the most erratic driver ever of driving down the motorway, swerving, not even looking as you try and pull into that St. Luke's off ramp, yeah. just <laughs> pulling in there. Uh, three stars. Yep. You are vicious. I dropped harshness on his ass. I, rec- I haven't, I haven't uh, ever rated anyone lower than four. And I, I feel like something major has to happen for, for them to get four or less. Um, have you ever checked your rating on Uber? Yeah, I think I'm like a 4.89 pretty good i'm four, but I'm four I point w- eight. how am i not a five that's what i want to know how i'm not because clearly you're an ass you were an <laughs> asshole to someone but uh, i know someone who has vomited in an uber that i've had to clean the vomit out of the uber and they have a higher rating than me <laughs> so how does that work the, the one thing i i've always kind of wondered with uber is with the ratings thing do they can does the driver know when you've rated them or is it all kind of anonymous? I think that's what I wanted to know because I wanted to make a point of giving this guy three. Yeah. 
because I, I always just give people five. That I'm just chucking fives out there the entire time. And I was like, I'm going to throw a three out there and see if this guy knows that I gave him a three, but I think it is anonymous. Well, uh, they'll Otherwise probably see, because gonna- they probably got like a little profile thing and they'll probably see that their rating dropped <laughs> drastically from one ride. And they'll be like, that guy gave me three fucking stars, didn't he? All right, I'm going to give him two stars. So one of your rating went down. <laughs> I just, yeah, it was... It was a weird. I love Uber drivers that uh, when they when they drop you off, they're like, "All right, thanks, man. Uh, you know, have a good day. I'll give you five stars. I'll give you five stars." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, cool. Me too. Thanks. Have a good day." Like, and then you throw four at them? No. Okay. I I had to take one all the way out to Takapuna um, last weekend for a super secret project that I'm working on that I cannot reveal yet. And yeah, he was like, yeah, I'll give you five stars. Like, thanks, buddy. Me too. <laughs> Do you um, have a question? Yes. And now it's gone out of my... No, that's right. I've got it back. Um, when I ride in the Uber by myself, I'm just like headphones on, just listening to podcasts, not engaging. Mm. Is that why I'm not getting five stars? Does the guy want to talk to me? <laughs> Uh, potentially he probably thinks you're a little uh, antisocial there or right. the the uber collective of drivers um i normally don't i'm always i'm always headphones guy on the train listening to podcasts as well yeah i feel like they're a little less intrusive than loud music obviously he probably people probably just think i'm listening to like talkback radio or something and they're like this guy's what's this guy like 60 <laughs> <laughs> and uh but um with with an uber i will I don't do that. I usually, if it's late at night, if I'm taking one home from work, you know, it's like 1130 at night. I'll just be sitting on my phone, texting uh, Sarah that I'm coming home. But other than that, um, you know, I'll be like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. They might ask, you know, how was your day? And then kind of leave it at that. Usually sometimes I'll have a good chat depending on just depending on my mood really, but I'm not usually a dick about it. Unlike you clearly. Yeah. I must just throw, they must think I'm shade monster. I just get in. I say, how's it going? Yeah, nice. How's the, how's the day going? Sweet. And then by the time they probably reply, I'm deep into a podcast and just not even listening. <laughs> Until the, today when I talked to this guy and he was... You tried to talk to him about podcasts. Yeah. And, and you just he didn't know what you're talking about. Yeah, three stars for you. He's like, this. what is podcast? What is this, this <laughs> hipster guy? And Although you've lost, um, you've lost a little bit of your beard that I think the uh, listeners should know about. Yeah, beard... Beard's gone. And I, we talked about this in the podcast with the Justin. Lost, the Lost Podcast. The Lost Podcast that I shaved my beard before we got eliminated from the playoffs. And then that day <gasps> we lost. You did. You so did. It's I all can, you. It's uh, all because of you that both your team and Daigle got knocked out of the BHL playoffs. Yeah. So sorry for that, Justin. I've cursed. And uh, I think you should apologize to your whole team right now. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Castors. <laughs> There's always next season if they allow you back or if you, get, if you even get drafted. What happens if you get undrafted? Um, every, everyone gets drafted because there's like um, the FHL as well. But I'm I'm assistant GM, so hopefully I can <laughs> stay in the... Oh, a little bit corrupt there. Stay in the team. Although our drafting didn't go very well this year, so I may get fired. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about, there's more firings actually and not, not a Joe game fired. Um, we'll get to that later, but we really, sh- let's get going on this role play. Um, okay. so this is from Leafs lunch on, on TSN. 
of course, uh, people, you know, TSN, Toronto Sports Network. Is that what it's called? I thought it was no, it's, Total it's, Sports Network. It's, it's the Sports Network. Oh, how lame. But, but you know, the, the joke on Facebook from basically everyone in Western Canada is that right. it's Toronto Sports Network because all they ever cover is the Leafs and the Raptors, apparently. Well, that's where most of the people are. It's, it's the center of the hockey universe. Just deal with it. Um, I've always wanted to do that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this, about this role play, I will be playing Pierre Lebron who is quite a well-respected hockey analyst for uh, TSN and uh, ESPN. And who are you going to be playing, Joe? I will be playing uh, Gord Miller, who is a um, a TSN uh, commentator. Uh, used to get punished by Pierre Maguire, but no longer does. Uh, had his amazing uh, World Juniors call ruined by Pierre Maguire. <laughs> uh, and I will also be playing... Patrick O'Sullivan, who's a U.S. hockey player. Um, who's Is that now- O'Dog? No, no, no. That's um, oh, that's Jeff O'Neill. Jeff O'Neill's O'Dog. Yeah, Patrick yeah. O'Sullivan. Um, oh, don't even get me started on Jeff O'Neill. Um, I love Jeff O'Neill. I I love him. He is he is amazing. <laughs> okay, but so let's let's get this. started. So this whole thing is about uh, whether the Ducks should. Or should even you know, should even consider trading Brandon Montour, one of their very young um, and exceptional defensive talents, which they have in abundance. All right, so let's go. I am Pierre LeBron. Should I try an accent? I I, I don't know. Let's. It's gonna I I don't know either. It's like <laughs> I, I, my I really, accent before that I tried to do was terrible. So <laughs> you were literally straight out of District Nine. Um, all right, Pierre LeBron. Let's go. The Ducks have their window open. They want to win. They want another top six forward. So you know what the price is, if not more. And if it's Montour or Theodore that I think are potentially available, one or the other, but it's going to be for a high price. As Gord Miller. But you're getting into the Fowler, Lindholm, Vartanen, that group, right? You're talking more about Theodore. No, I think it's more the kids. And certainly in terms of Fowler, Gord, as played by Joe Jury. I think he's completely off the table. I think the Ducks would like to sign him to an extension this summer. One year out, he's been their best defenseman this year. They just signed Lindholm. Vatanen's on a cap-friendly deal. I think it would make more sense for them to see if someone bites hard. Oh, yeah, bites hard on one of the kids. But believe me, I don't think the idea from Anaheim is we are dealing one of the kids... I think the question is, is someone going to blink? And there's no question to me. I think Tampa Bay would be keeping an eye on that, even with their inherent short-term and long-term D on the blue line. Man, he's ripping into Tampa there. The Winnipeg Jets are a team to keep an eye on. If not with those kids, somewhere else. They need to augment their blue line moving forward too. This is why it's good to be Bob Murray and the Anaheim Ducks. As Patrick O'Sullivan, just imagine if they had Dupre. The guy hasn't played. He's hurt. He's injured. That would be another guy they would have on the list. Now, I would say that, Patrick, played by Joe Jury, if they had that, if they had a healthy Simon Dupre, not Simone anymore, I don't know why, they would have traded a defenseman by now because 
they wouldn't have been cap compliant and they had problems entering the year after signing Lindholm. As it is, their guys are going up and down to the San Diego goals. By the way, what a great place to play minor league hockey. It was almost like a tangent of Trump there for a second. <laughs> Believe tremendous. me, San Diego, great place. Tremendous. I love it. I love it. Best place to play hockey. Uh, but if Dupre has, was a healthy player this year, something would have there, something would have happened. There probably would have been a move back in December. <laughs> Sorry, September, October, because the Ducks wouldn't have been under the cap. And now uh, Andy Petrillo, who um, hosts the Leaf Lunch. Let's, let's, let's not pretend to be a girl here. Yeah, so I won't be able to pull her off. So then she basically just talks about how what the asking price would be for either Theodore or Montour. Right. Now, as Gord knows... The price varies from organization to organization because the Ducks would view the assets differently. But certainly when it comes to the Leafs, oh yeah, that's right, there's some Leafs talk. They're deep up front, you know, is JVR plus going to get them Brandon Montour? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. I think we know the name that interests them the most. Nylander would. That beautiful blonde boy with that beautiful snipe. Well, this is a, this is a TSN show. How, how does Steve Dangle get on here? Uh, anyway, yeah, yeah, yes, but I don't know if the Leafs want to move on him. I might be too early in the process to make that call. Maybe they wait until the offseason. I don't know. Which then Gord Miller replies, but Pierre, here's the thing. People rip on Edmonton for trading Taylor Hall for Adam Larson. But the fact is, the Oilers had a surplus of forwards and needed a defenseman. Now, maybe evaluating straight up, one for one, is Taylor Hall better than Adam Larson? Yeah, probably. But the Oilers needed defensemen. They didn't want P.K. Subban, so the price you pay is Taylor Hall. I'm convinced they would make that deal again. I'm sure they would, because Larson was something they needed, and Hall was something they already had. <laughs> now, sort of like a story at the I end know <laughs> and now, now to close out on LeBron they have zero zero buyer's remorse on that deal uh, to your point Larson's been a steady presence which they needed and the key part of that deal that gets glossed over all the time the controllable nature of that cap friendly deal that Larson has that's the deal that's the point that gets glossed over kind of he's not really making a lot of sense here that was huge if Brandon Montour is traded and again he may not be he may end up fetching more than Kevin Shattenkirk at the deadline. People are going to say, what? But because Shattenkirk is a UFA July 1st, he's a rental. You're borrowing a guy for three months, whereas you're getting a controllable asset for years to come in Brandon Montal, who is cheap right now. So that's that. That's the that's our first role play. I didn't even know if that was successful or not. It was. It was I think it was, it was pretty good. <laughs> um, we we definitely did made the good decision not to try and pull up a female's voice with Andy Petrello. Yeah, we probably maybe we could have dragged my girlfriend in to do that. That would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day! You're joining this role playing situation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, in, interesting um, points made there. So basically, it's now. We've, we've, we, I mean, we, didn't we, in the first episode, we started talking about this whole JVR for, um, a Ducks defenseman. And now the major Canadian networks are just following suit with our (laughs) musings. Are are you suggesting that Pierre, that perhaps TSN heard this podcast? I think so. (laughs) I massively think so. Um, but yeah, Montour, I, I mean, it's hard to say he's only played like nine games in the NHL. I think... I think personally what the Ducks will probably do is 
I think they should uh, wait it out until the expansion draft because I think Vegas will take one of their guys. They definitely will. It's either up, it'll be either a defenseman or Jakob Silverberg. So it's either... Which which leaves a bigger problem for them because yeah. the forwards, they're not nearly as deep on uh, young talent as defensemen. No, so they they kind of need to trade a defenseman to protect Silverberg, which mm. is the the issue. But which one do you trade? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, we when we did talk about this uh, last time, we got a flat out no about trading Cam Fowler, and probably right. Shout out to John Broad Broadbent for yeah. that. Actually, speaking of now, this is a shout out that I've been meaning to do for a couple of weeks now. Um, I've been really slack on this, uh, probably because I think it was in the second or third podcast. I felt like I was saying, I think it was the third one. I was saying shout out like every, you were just chucking shout out. I know. I was was just like, like you're a shout out machine. Give it a rest. Um, but yeah, shout out to Talia, who is the sports programmer at Sky. She looks after the uh, NHL scheduling. So a lot of games on this week. I think there was a game on, they played the Bruins Canadians game yesterday. And then maybe earlier on the week or late last week, there was a Islanders Flyers game on Sky as well, which is good if you don't have the NHL TV package, <laughs> which really you should. Mm. But this uh, let's, let's move away from a bit of Ducks talk. I want to talk about a sort of a cool little announcement that that we need to be making that involves the NHL. But not not the NHL directly. I mean, imagine that. <laughs> We've been in dealings with Gary Bettman and we we're happy to announce. Uh, we're going to be helping Al's Deli with um, figuring out what show, what, what shows, what, what NHL games they play uh, in store every, every day. Yeah, this is very exciting. It's kind of like we're going to be programming an a NHL channel channel yeah <laughs> and store channel uh, i think it's pretty awesome um Al's deli reached out to us through our instagram um because i what, what, what was it i think they were posting photos of like their version of a double down and yes oh which looked amazing god it looked amazing i didn't get to try it i hope they bring it back or at least can they make it for us um and yeah they're like hey are we uh we saw your page. It's a shame about the Leafs uh, jersey. haha. Ha, which, you know, there seems to be a, um, a jab that I get a lot. Yeah. What is with that? It's like that Canucks <laughs> fan that was like, you shame about the Leafs jersey. You're a Canucks fan. Yeah. He, yeah. Well, I mean, it's just an easy target, I guess. Uh, you know, all those years. But yeah, so we will be, we'll be uh, putting together the um, game schedules for Owls Daly. And in turn, they'll, they'll be giving us a bit of love. So like, and so what are, what are the, what are we going to be doing on these? It's just kind of come along, hang out, drink beers, watch some hockey, eat some yeah, protein. I, I think we should do, I think we should do like a weekly segment where we just say what games have been featured. Um, you know, I, I want people to get down to Al's Daily because the food is amazing. I, w- I really hope, and I know it's hard, but they, I, when they first were around, I think they used to bring in Molson Canadian beer. Oh, um, I haven't seen it in store for a long time and it seems to be really hard to get. Now I know there was a bottle, there's a bottle store in Kingsland that apparently used to also bring it in. Um, Is it next to? It's the, it's the bottle store next to the Gull station. 
on uh, New North Road. So for people outside of Auckland, I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, apparently a colleague of mine told me they, you know, if you're on Molson, you'll find it there. Went there and they're like, oh, we haven't had it for ages. It's really hard to get, which is a shame. But aside from that, the food is amazing there. And yeah, we'll be pushing Alice Daly. They'll be be pushing a podcast. And I think it's a nice little friendship. So we could maybe even record a podcast there during a game one day and get people on. Yeah, I think that'll be cool. You know, maybe... You know, we're sort of, we're still new. We're still figuring things out. Uh, but I think that'd be a cool thing to do. Um, get out into the, into the wider community. It's, it's a pity. It was funny. Cause you know, when we're talking about doing like live podcasts and I was like, yeah, let's do one from the BHL, uh, all-star game. And you're like, yeah, that's great. Except I'll be playing. I could do when I come off. Um, from my shift, I could but you'll do. You'll be a, so gassed. <laughs> do a voice break. One of those stupid interviews they have at the end of periods, where the guy's just like, "Yeah, got to get it in deep." Yep, yep, bucks in deep. <laughs> uh, I bet a lot of people really enjoyed that you just breathed into this because like that. Uh, it is yeah, Valentine's so, Day. So yeah, so much love on this podcast today. Um, one thing that's not getting in love, though, is the Arizona Coyotes. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> that fucking piece of shit in the desert. Whoa. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Letting your feelings out. Shit. It's just, it's it's really frustrating. Like, the NHL owned them, like, had to prop them up for so long. And, and then they're still there in the desert. And they're like... They have all those town meetings about moving to new places and then nothing happens. And then it's just, it's really sad. Like that team's a really good team with a lot of good young players on it. Could be a really good team. Yeah, it could be. Sorry. Potential. Um, and so now there's talk about it moving to the Northwest, which Again, would be awesome. This seems to be a topic that comes up every year now. Because uh, they can't move to Quebec because then that would throw the conference alignment out way more than what it already is yeah so they have to stay in the west <laughs> and the options are seattle or portland which would be pretty awesome so the news that came out um last week was uh the glendale star had uh been told by uh, city officials from portland and seattle that arizona Coyotes officials have been touring the city's arenas uh for possible relocation locations Relocation locations. <laughs> it's like that TV show. Relocation, location, location. <laughs> uh, I think that's a real. If, if it does happen, there should be like a reality TV show about an NHL team Lo- relocating. Yeah, oh, that'd be so good. I, I call dibs on producing that. Uh, but the team president and CEO, um, Anthony LeBlanc, any relation to Matt LeBlanc? Probably not. Uh, from the Coyotes, I uh, released a statement on the reports and said... Uh, Basically, this is fake news. You know, it's it's completely false. I'm talking like Trump. <laughs> uh, but no, the star reference an anonymous arena source and an anonymous Cody source. And apparently they're a fabrication. They're focused on creating uh, one of the most taxpayer-friendly facilities in the country. <laughs> Fucking call bullshit on that. <laughs> uh, this new arena will pay for itself, create jobs, and generate millions of dollars of revenue for the state, county, and municipality where it's built. We are fully committed to Arizona. Wow, he's reading fully off the Trump. Um, this sounds like something Sean Spicer would say. Yeah. <laughs> Period. 
um, because obviously the the deal with Arizona State uh, University has fallen through with the Coyotes, so they're kind of back to square one and scrambling about what to do because um, just move, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just keeps coming up. Um, I that's you know obviously it keeps coming up. The question has to be asked: Would, would it work in Portland or Seattle? I think Seattle. It's bigger than Portland. Also they in Portland, do hipsters like hockey? <laughs> what, what's the WHL team? The Winterhawks? Yeah. They do. I mean, they do pretty pretty good. But I think Seattle would be it's that nice like rival to Vancouver. Mm. Um, and like the they love the Seahawks up there. So, And they used to have the Supersonics. Yeah, NBA team. Um, before they moved to... Be a thunder buddy, <laughs> but the, the problem there they have no arena, so that's well, the, the issue, problem. Right? The problem there is, I think they would be moving to the old uh, Supersonics Arena, which would need to be um, retrofitted and uh, upgraded, and it'd still be better than where the Islanders play. <laughs> that's not hard though. <laughs> <laughs> let's be let's be honest. What's so fucking funny, giggly bits? <laughs> All right, now that's from Goon. Uh, more, more from our upgraded uh, soundboard. So yeah, fucking Arizona, you're still a joke. Let's sort it out uh, because your only claim to fame at the moment is Austin Matthews. Uh, but Goon, Goon Two, there was a new trailer. So good. You actually thought so? I, it just made me excited to watch the movie. See, the thing that I didn't like about the trailer. Now, if you want to see it, I mean, it's everywhere. Like you know. Joe posted it on the ACC NZ website. Uh, did you also post it on radio on uh, Radio Hierarchy? Yes. Yeah, it's, yep. and it's TSM Bar Down. It's it's everywhere. Uh, Bar Down. I think they actually premiered it. Yeah, I think they had like the world exclusive for it, which is pretty- a, that's pretty cool. Uh, but I didn't like the trailer. I kind of felt like it showed me the whole movie, but at yeah, the, but yeah. at the at the same time, it didn't really tell me what the movie was about. No, so well, yeah. it's just weird for you know that's I mean weird for a trailer. It's supposed to hype me up. Uh, I think that there'll be a lot more jokes in it because there wasn't really a lot of jokes in the trailer. It was kind of just the plot. Yeah, that's the thing. It kind of it tried to explain the plot but didn't. So were they trying to make a trailer for uh, non-hockey fans? Yeah, I don't know. American Pie but, fans. But then there was the whole joke about, uh, you know, hey, this toilet looks like your mother. <laughs> you know, and there's a joke from the first movie. But uh, I don't know. Like, I really, really want to see Goon 2. Uh, I'm excited because it's Jay Baruchel's um, directorial debut and he wrote it. So did he not direct the first one? No. Oh, well, it's, um, yeah, it's, I hope it lives up to as good as the first one. I mean, I can't wait to see some of the cameos in the movie, like Tyler Sagan and, uh, George, George Paris, who actually is in their trailer. Yeah. That weird <laughs> scene where like, the, hey, you look like Super Mario. <laughs> <laughs> that weird scene where they're just like racing out to the middle of the ice to fight. Mm. It's like some kind of ultimate fighter. On yeah. Ice. Like you don't really understand the context of it. I guess you're not meant to in a trailer, but. Just nothing was really, I don't know. It just seemed, I don't know. It was a, for a trailer. For me, it was very bitsy. Uh, it didn't, didn't hype me up or anything like that. Um, and I've also found it weird that they kept calling it the first official trailer when there's been other trailers. Been a trailer, yeah. yeah. 
There's been a couple. There's been a couple of Red Band trailers that I've seen. And to me, they hyped me up a lot more than this apparent official trailer is. Now, I do want to see the movie, but the thing is, we live in New Zealand. So we'll be able to see it everywhere, right? Yeah, no. Uh, Well, who knows, really? Because, you know, USA and Canada have a release date. Uh, I looked in to see if New Zealand does. Uh, Flix.co.nz... They have it listed as coming soon to on demand and DVD slash Blu-ray undated 2017. Nothing about an actual cinema release. Uh, now I looked into who was the distribution company, which turns out to be E1, one of the one of the bigger um, distribution companies for films around the world. And they have an Australian New Zealand branch. I reached out to them uh, via their website and just asked, "Hey, do you have a date? If not, I have this really awesome idea." Uh, because New Zealand hockey fans want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And all I got what f- was what felt like a really just, I don't know, co- I, it just seemed like they didn't even read my email. An auto response? Not an auto response because it took, you know, probably half a day for them to get back to me. But um, they basically just said, hey, thanks for your email. Thanks for getting in touch. Keep an eye on our social channels. <laughs> Oh, like that doesn't even come close to answering my question. That's the one star Uber driver of responses. (laughs) I would give that one star in a fucking heartbeat. But yeah, so no, no actual information there on if Guntu gets a New Zealand release date. Uh, I'm trying to find out. Um, But what I really want to do is just, yeah, know when this movie is coming out. And if it doesn't. I want to do something about it because, well, Jay Baruchel, uh, if you're listening, you're probably not, but maybe you will be because apparently you're a New Zealand hockey fan because you follow the NZHL Twitter. We can we can do it. Shit, for you, maybe Jay. we could DM him. We could slide into his DMs. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Jez, uh, just asking, can um, can we use the NZHL account to slide into Jay Baruchel's DMs? Not in a sexual way. We just want to know if this movie is coming out. Um, because we really want to see it. Goon is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm excited for a sequel. And with it, how Satan gets his pretty face punched in. <laughs> yeah, that there'll there'll be a few um NHL fans that will enjoy seeing that as well. Boston I, Bruins I, fans, maybe. <laughs> well, uh, I think Tyler's freaking awesome. <laughs> Peter Shirelli, maybe. Ah, <laughs> uh, Boston, just just go away. I mean, you're a great city, but fucking just the Patriots. Ugh. I don't know. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, move, moving on. We don't, we don't care about NFL. No fun league here on this podcast. Uh, did, you, did you watch the Grammys? Uh, kind of a little bit. Not really meant to be working, doing stuff. Didn't really care about it. So. Did you used to care about the Grammys? Not really. And they kind of... I only care about it now because it's kind of part of my job. But when it wasn't, I didn't really care because the type of music that I'm into never really gets recognized properly. Well, see, it. Uh, I used to love watching the Grammys because um, rock and, or, you know, metal, hard rock, whatever, used to get more of a mention. Um, they used to award those awards, those Grammys, for like best rock album and whatever uh, on the broadcast, they didn't even do that anymore. They do no. a, they do a pre-show. No, they, they don't f- even fucked it up completely. They by didn't playing. even care about Drake. 
Like his two, gra- he won two Grammys, but you probably didn't know that because they gave out the hip hop awards beforehand. Did you see what they did for the medal award? No. Megadeth won it. And as they were walking up to accept their award, the band who were playing, they obviously play music of the winning um, artist, were playing Master of Puppets by Metallica. <laughs> That's brilliant. So it's like either the greatest troll job ever or... Uh, the Grammy Slink only one metal band ever yeah, existed. <laughs> pretty much. And I mean, um, Dave Mustaine was in Metallica for a point, so they just went, fuck it. They, yeah, they saw this, some kind yeah. of monster and uh, they're like, oh yeah, he's... Uh, Let's just, let's just play it. So it's it's just a yeah. It's uh, just it's just a, this big massive uh circle jerk of the music fest of the music industry now. Like the pop music industry. Yeah. Uh it's basically turned in and I felt like I, I feel like it didn't used to always be like this. Now it's basically the music vision of the Oscars. Um where they all kind of just jerk, basically jerk each other off. Uh, it was all, it felt like it was all the exact same people last year, Beyonce, Adele, Bruno Mars, you know, and I'm just so Katy Perry. sick of it. Taylor Swift. It's, um, I mean, we can't get into this now, but, um, like one day we can talk about how much like of the biggest fraud ever Beyonce is, but what? we, uh, <laughs> that is a claim. Even... Are you going to hold that on what for, for next week's podcast yeah, that's or something? A, that's a tease. Oh. Um, but yeah, it's just a yeah, like you said, it's a huge um, pop media circle jerk from E's, E channels jerking off MTV, who's then jerking off um, Dutch no. ruddering E behind <laughs> their back kind of thing. So. The the only thing that I think is cool about this whole thing is, um, do you follow Adam Wilde on like Snapchat and Instagram? Uh, no, on Twitter, but not on the other. So Adam Wilde, who's uh, he basically like. Joe and myself is a man of many hats, but is a lot more famous than we probably ever would be and a lot better looking. He's very good looking. <laughs> Despite that big head. <laughs> but I've got a big head too, so I, I know how he feels. It's really hard to find a, a cap that fits and I love wearing caps. Um, you know, he was uh, at the Grammys for City TV doing all the red carpet stuff. Um, and what I saw, he did an amazing job. But what, all I saw of it was from the perspective of Steve Dangle. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was brilliant. Um, but aside from that, just the Grammys, it's three and a half hours of nothing. They give out like eight awards in total and just so many, way too many performances and performance where they fuck up. <laughs> like the, I think I didn't, I, I was like you, I was too busy actually doing my job to really watch it this year. But I heard that Metallica were playing and they didn't even have James Hetfield's mic on. Yeah. didn't turn his mic on, um, which angered Metallica fans even more than Lady Gaga being on stage with them. (laughs) Um, And yeah, Adele fucked up the start of her song. And that I didn't care so much, but what annoyed me was her whole bullshit with Beyonce. I felt like, I only saw clips and I felt like that dragged on for way too long. Yeah. It's it, all it, it needed some guy in a um, fan parachute coming from the roof, <laughs> like in the Tyson fight. Uh, I was just thinking of the Simpsons. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> to save it. Uh, but yeah. Um, you know, so we don't, there's nothing really to care about. Uh, I guess for us with the Grammys, I was really hoping Blink would have won best rock album. 
they yeah, didn't. Yeah, went to Cage the Elephant, I think. Yeah. Which is okay. I mean, it's all right. They're not a bad band, but I thought it would have been freaking awesome if Blink won it. I would And Elliot Friedman would have loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I would have massively protested that because it's not really Blink. But that's for another taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're just teasing so many... We like, have to do a musical podcast um, We sidebar. do. I, I would love to... Um, there's one of our listeners, uh, Cam, who uh, is in Wellington. He plays he's in a hardcore band. I'm sorry, I can't for the life of me remember the name of the band right now. The thing I do remember about him, though, is is he's a dirty, dirty Boston Bruins fan. So we should, yeah, we should definitely do a music podcast sometime where you clearly are just going to spend an hour ripping into Beyonce, Adele, and whoever else you want. I don't mind Adele. Beyonce. <laughs> no. No. Adele, though, she's uh, coming to New Zealand, so maybe... maybe they- we could get her on the podcast. <laughs> I'm yeah, sure because she'd, I'm yeah, sure she'd she's massive, not going to be busy. Massively want to be part of it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Grammys, whatever. Um, but keeping on with music, though, uh, I went to go see Bring Me the Horizon, finally. Finally. After after about two years of uh, cancellations. Why were they? Why did they keep cancelling? Postponing, cancelling? Uh, illness, I believe. Right. Um, of, of Ollie Sykes, the vocalist. Uh, but yeah, finally, finally came to New Zealand. They kept their word, unlike certain pop punk bands like The Wonder Years and Four Years Strong. I mean, shit, how long ago was that? I'm pretty sure Four Years Strong, they were coming here to tour with 48 May. That's how long ago that was. Oh, 48 May. Whoa, that is a that is a blast from the past. Don't say bad things because uh, 48 May is a, was a big, big part of my, uh, my growing up, my youth. The... Um yeah, that was a what a what a time that was. Forty eight May, Good Night Nurse, um, Street by Scarlet, Street by Scarlet, to, to a lesser extent, but Alamino P. <laughs> it was a great New Zealand had great pop punk for a while, and Alamino P are actually reforming. They're playing a show in Auckland and Christchurch. Really, next month? No, May. I in keep May. seeing uh, their drummer around. I think he lives around uh, the area that we live in in Auckland. He's a builder. Yeah, he runs a runs a building company. Scotty, he's a he's a good man. Yeah, I I keep seeing keep seeing him everywhere around St. Luke's, St. Luke's Mall. <laughs> Is he blasting um, Alamino P songs wherever he drives so he can remember how to play them? It's been he so should. long. Very amazing. He's just like in the van while he's supposed to be driving, but he's air drumming. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that, Scotty. You might cause an accident. <laughs> um, but how how was that show? Good. Yeah, dude. I mean, aside from the fact that. It would be better if it was at Power Station because Power Station, like, live sound is incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, just the energy was insane. You know, the crowd was in it the whole time. At times, I felt like the crowd was drowning out the band. Like, it was just, you know, good, passionate crowd. Um, the awesome thing was, I know, I've never experienced this before at um, Logan Campbell, was getting in and out, like, in no time. You know? Right, yeah. It's always such a yeah. massive clusterfuck. Um, and we've got a really good park. We were in and out, like, uh, didn't struggle at all. Um, just yeah, fucking crowd was awesome. Really well behaved. Um, <laughs> sound like such an old dude saying that. Um, crowd was really, the parking was great. <laughs> and, um, I, I turned on my, I was back home to watch Coronation Street. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't watching that shit. Uh, but yeah, no, good, good show. Uh, good selection of tracks from their last two albums. Uh, they didn't play anything from the There Is a Heaven album, which is a shame because that was kind of like the album that really got me into them. I wasn't huge on their whole like deathcore original sound. They were like death 
deathy metal grindcore kind of i'm kind of thing you know but uh i think they did they did one song from the album which you know people lose their shit over and i'm just like cool uh don't know i don't know what he's don't don't know what he's saying here but then all the rest of the stuff bangers have we done podcasts since you saw alexis on fire yes have we talked about that yeah we talked about punchy uh, thr- uh yes yeah. that's right okay which i later found out uh he's, he's related he's to- related to dallas green yeah <laughs> I don't know why I never put two and two together there. Well, I mean, you, just because their name's Green and they're from Canada. That, that doesn't mean <laughs> shit, but no, they're related. Um, yeah, no, I, we, have, we have done a podcast since then. I know it probably feels like a while because it's been a couple of weeks. Um, actually, I asked my girlfriend, Sarah, if you preferred uh, Bring Me Horizon or Alexis on Fire. She said Alexis on Fire. Oh. I think, well. How, how, what was your view? Uh, Different, I, different I, venues, so I guess that's yeah, kind of hard. I would love to see Bring Me in the Horizon at Power Station. Uh, obviously, it's a smaller capacity, but ooh, that'd go off. I don't think you'd be seeing circle pits there unless you've seen uh, some broken bones. But good show. And speaking of Power Station, uh, not sure if you're a huge fan of them, but pop punk giants from Baltimore who have a shitty baseball team and a shitty football team but don't have a hockey team. Although I guess that's probably the Washington Capitals. Uh, all time low. Coming back to New Zealand, uh, May tenth, Power Station. So I'm really excited for that. Which will then be followed by Taking Back Sunday at the Power Station, which will that's, also be. It's very- a stacked month because there's also Green Day. Oh, Green Day, that's right. I'm undecided uh, if you get tickets for that or not. I feel like they, I feel like they're one of those bands. Where- Have you seen them before? No, I haven't. I'd, I would go and see them if you I, haven't seen I them. I feel like, you know, because it was like I went to go see the Foo Fighters the last time they were in New Zealand. And I feel like they're one of those bands where you're kind of going to see them at least once. Yeah, tick them off. I mean, they've got so many songs. I saw them. When did I see them? 20. Last time, 2005 or something. No, <laughs> it would have been like 2019, something like that. Was that the last time they were in New Zealand? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, speaking of uh, taking back Sunday, you need to hurry up and buy your ticket. I'm waiting for um, payday. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> am I. Now I'm totally broke. So <laughs> yeah, because uh, I hear you're going to Toronto without yes, me. You did. I know, and I'll be taking your girlfriend instead. What's up with that? Yeah, so we're gonna have to do inter-Atlantic, intercontinental, um, inter-hemispheric podcasts, which yeah. will be very fun. So when I'm there, it will be playoffs. So hopefully the Leafs will be in the playoffs and we can do live reports because I won't be going to the games because it'd be way too expensive. You'll do live reports from uh, Maple Leaf Square? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll go see a Marley's game. That would probably be the... Yeah. Marley's games are cheap. The closest thing. I think even uh, playoff games, you know, good price. But oh no, let's, let's not talk about the Leafs. Um, <laughs> Shh. Don't talk about the Leafs. <laughs> you might uh, as well call this Puck Leaf Podcast. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Um, <laughs> again. What's so fucking funny, giggly bits? <laughs> uh, I like the new additions to our soundboard. I know, and I still, I've only used a couple of them. There's still so many more to go. you got to give me a reason to use them. Is there a Beyonce sucks one? No, no there's okay. not. <laughs> there really isn't. Um, there's, uh, there's, a, there's a few. There's a few Leafs ones. Um, but I think the best one is the newest edition. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting. How good was that? Now, Wes McCauley. 
I have to wonder when you, when you said that, it kind of felt like, uh, like it was Mortal Kombat. Yeah. 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 Finish him. Yeah. Fatality. Uh, <laughs> I think that's probably what he was, what he's been jamming, uh, pregames. And so he's, he's done that before as well. There was footage of him doing, um, after a, a goal review, he did like a, the column that the ice is confirmed. We have a, a good goal as he pointed to the ice, which was really awesome. Um, hopefully he doesn't go down the Billy Bowden kind of. I was going to say, is he becoming the Billy Bowden of uh, uh, hockey rules? I hope not. Because um, I like his enthusiasm when like saying that, but um, if he's like waving his arms and doing like a, um, a dance when there's like a tripping call with 30 seconds to go in the game, I don't think that's going to go down too well <laughs> at all. <laughs> You're like, just take this serious. <laughs> like he does a massive dive when he announces a tripping call, tripping, and then just like slides along the ice. Well, it just reminds me uh, whenever we do, whenever I used to do broadcasts with uh, Slapshot, and uh, we would try and predict what the penalty call was, and if it was tripping, Jez would be like, "He be tripping." <laughs> <laughs> You'd always get that over the comms, and you try really hard not to laugh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. Uh, we really should wrap up this show because I think, well, it's Valentine's Day. Maybe we should actually spend a little bit of it with our, our loved ones. Before we die. Before we yeah. die. Well, before we're killed. I, yeah, this isn't the last podcast ever um, because, well, we'll try and get Justin uh, back on very, very shortly and try and replicate the magic that we had with him. Oh, it'll be easy. We basically, all we did in that podcast was- um, Let him talk. Let him talk, yeah. And he just he great told stories. great stories. So it'll be easy. We'll just- Push record. The one thing I will tease is that he used to play against Jonathan Taves. Yes. Was it a 10, 11 year old Jonathan Taves? Yeah. Um, Intermediate kind of. And apparently he was Captain Serious back then. Yeah. He didn't even smile at either. Anything. (laughs) That's ridiculous. (laughs) Fast forward uh, a decade and or more actually. (laughs) Nearly two decades. And Um, he's still grumpy. He's just focused, Joe. Um, but yeah, we with the. I just want to quickly touch on the 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 athletic subscription giveaway. I want to keep it open for a little bit longer. Uh, I know we said two weeks, and we were going to draw it today, actually. But with podcasts, I don't always listen to them straight away. I'm actually quite far behind on a lot of the podcasts I listen to. And so we'll, I think let's open it up for a couple of more weeks to give, give people a, a whole month now to. Yeah. And get, to let people digest the athletic as well for free. Yeah. And then get a taste for it. Then we can give away a subscription. Now, of course, right now it's great for Leafs and Blackhawks fans, but as we said a couple of weeks ago, they are, they will expand into other markets, other, other NHL teams. Um, so it could be a good thing to hold on to. And I mean, shit, you can have it for free. So Maybe, maybe you want to gift it to a Leafs fan or, or a Blackhawks fan and just be a real decent person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. But yeah, the, um, the question for that giveaway was what happened in the NHL, challenge, NHL 17 challenge for Joe to lose? Now, this was the one uh, Leafs versus the Blues. Yes. Yeah. That's right. So that's on our, um, the video is on our Facebook page. So you don't even have to go all the way back to another podcast and try and figure out why joe lost again again in a very dramatic fashion we've because of that we've given uh the nhl 17 challenge a little bit of a break we'll we'll be coming back with it soon i just can't come back from that the pain of that loss 
I think you can. I still feel like you were going to win that game. I think momentum was on your side and then my Xbox decided to screw you over completely. Yeah, it was colluding with you. <laughs> so that's a that's a bit of a bit of a hit there. Something to do with the Xbox. Uh, messing with Joe. Uh, watch the video to get the answer and um, email us at parkierpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on our social media at parkierpodcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whichever one you want. Just hit, hit it's us all up. Out, it's all out there. It's, it's all, all out there. Um, you know, we we'll love hearing from you guys. Give us some feedback, whatever. Let us know what you thought of the role play segment because I'm in two minds about it. <laughs> uh, it could have been 10 minutes of hell or it could have been excellent hashtag content. I don't know. Um, I guess we'll we'll have to check the review and find out <laughs> on our, on um, you know, like a little phone like the um, refs do in the NHL. Ah, uh, the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, the Apple product um, sponsored riff team. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's um, that's us for another week. We wrap this up. Let's enjoy the rest of the Valentine's Day. Well, you can. I'm going to be processing this podcast and getting it out there because we haven't had one in two weeks and we're really yeah. sorry. Rate us and review us and stuff on the iTunes because that's good stuff for yeah. us. It's good stuff for us. It and Owl's Deli. It's good for Owl's Deli as well. <laughs> it will be. Um, we're going to leave you with... Um, the single from the band Caridian, uh, Blind Faith. The singer is a good friend of mine, Diddy, uh, probably one of the best graphic designers I know, uh, is the best graphics designer I know, and he designed our logo and did a fantastic job of it. And we did it all, he did it all for free because he's a good dude. Well, I, sh- I gave him a bottle of gin. Okay. <laughs> like like any any good thing in life, a favor is paid with an alcohol. Exactly. The, bar- <laughs> the uh, currency of good times. Good times can be had with alcohol and not alcohol. Drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Now, I hope you all enjoy Valentine's Day or whatever. Single or not, who cares? It's not even really a fucking day. It's uh, marketing. Uh, that's Puck Yeah. Joe's having his big grin on his face. I don't know what he's laughing at if it's about that or something else. <laughs> that was a great summing up of Valentine's Day. I can just imagine that's how the guy and my Uber driver summed it up. Fucking marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. Uh, maybe with Justin Dago, maybe not. I guess you'll have to find out. Maybe Joe will be ripping into Beyonce. We'll find out. But this is Caridian and Blind Faith, and we will Puck Year Podcast. See ya. Puck Year. It's New Zealand's hockey podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or with your favorite podcatcher. Follow the guys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Puck Year Podcast.